How many is glad that we serve a God of the dream and the dreamer? Say it like you mean it, mean it like you say it. It don't cost a bit more to dream big than it does little. Today I will have my faith built by the word of God. I will not allow my past to control my future. God has given me my dreams to look forward to and my faith as a means by which I will arrive. I will dream big because I serve a big God. Before you're seated, give him a big hand. Amen and amen. I'm here to declare and decree tonight that God will take you from a place of death and sickness to a place of life and health. Hallelujah. We live in a world that seems to focus on death and sickness and we serve a God of life and health. And I'm thankful tonight that my hope is not in medicine alone. I thank God for medicines. I really do. Because it helps people. Amen? I said amen? But with perspectives adjusted the way that they should be, is all good and perfect gifts come from above. So thank God for medicine. But thank God for His healing power first. Amen? We have to, and, and the reason I felt really unction to preach this tonight to bring this message is that we have to put the word in front of our face and we have to keep it there we have to remind ourselves we have to to on a daily basis because I promise you on a daily basis your mind is being conditioned to the ways of this world whether you like it whether you want it whether you desire it or not so we have to in turn make sure that we condition our minds to the ways of the word. So I want you to turn with me tonight. If you're joining us online, get your Bible, get your, your device, whatever it is that you use to read the Bible, and turn with us to the book of Proverbs, the fourth chapter, beginning with verse 20. We're going to read five verses. And that's what I'm going to preach from tonight. Proverbs 4, verse 20 says, My son, attend to my words. Incline thine ear unto my sayings. Let them not depart from thine eyes. Keep them in the midst of thine heart. For they are life unto those that find them. And health to all their flesh. Somebody say praise the Lord right there. Keep thy heart with all diligence. For out of it are the issues of life. Put away from thee a froward mouth. <laughs> I'll go ahead and tell somebody, watch your mouth. Watch your mouth. Put away from thee a froward mouth and perverse lips. Put far from thee. The scriptures show us how to live in life and health. The world reminds us how to live in death and sickness. But the word reminds us how to live in life, health and life. Amen. So, 
with these simple instructions that we just read, if we follow them, I'm going to make a big statement, but I, I, I feel it down deep in my heart tonight. And I want you to get it. If we follow the instructions that we've just been given, we can literally change our life and our physical condition from sickness to health. It is God's will that you are well. It is God's will that we have life. It is not God's will that we walk around having to depend on medicine and and depend on this and depend on that. The Word says that we can depend on Him and live in life. Somebody say amen to that. Why don't we just give God a praise for that right now? Hallelujah. God, I thank You for life and health. I thank You for hope and joy. I thank You for peace and tranquility tonight. I thank You for that in Jesus' name. So the first part of that scripture that we read, it says, attend to my words my son attend to my words that means you give attention to God's word and follow what he says when you attend to something you give attention to it how many has ever had a garden you tend to the garden you tend to your flowers you tend to your children you tend to things that you want to have the right And the good things in life. When you tend to the word, you give time to the word. God help us to always be a church that we give time to the word. Read, pray, and live holy. Read, pray, and live holy. When you read, you want to pray, and you will live holy. But you give time to the Word. You give thought and meditation to the Word. Listen, the word meditation in the church sometimes is misunderstood and misread. But meditation is in the Word of God and you need to do it. But it all depends on what you're meditating on. Don't meditate on on the doctor's report. Meditate on the Word of God. Don't meditate on the situation that the news wants to share with you about the, the, the place that we are in the world. Meditate on what the Word of God says because the Word of God says I am whole and healed and righteous and I'm an overcomer by the blood of the Lamb and the Word of my testimony. The Word of God says greater is He that is within me than he that is in the world. The Word of God says I can do all things through Christ Jesus that strengthened me. The, oh, the Word goes on and on and on and on. Meditate on that. Give action to the Word. What does that mean? You put it in your life in a daily, on a daily basis. You act like what God says you are. What? I'm an overcomer. Oh, man, can you believe all the bad stuff in the world? Overcomers don't talk that way. Overcome, attend to my words. Give action to my words. Give the Word first place in your life. Isaiah 26, 3 says, Thou wilt keep him in perfect peace whose minds are what? Stayed on thee because he trusted thee. Hallelujah. 
Your mind will be free from doubt when you keep your attention on God's Word. When you're trusting in His Word, you're trusting in Him. Oh, that's good stuff right there. When you're trusting in the Word, you're trusting in Him. Well, well, what do you mean? In the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God and the Word was God. When you're trusting in the Word, you're trusting in Him. Hallelujah. So the first thing tonight is what? Attend to my words. The second thing he said in this passage of Scripture is incline thine ears to my saying. See, when you desire and go after the knowledge of God's Word, you are opening your understanding to His Word. Going to church where the Word of God and the Word of faith is being preached is important. I said it's important. Because when you incline your ear to the Word being preached in the spirit of faith, then it will get in your heart as a spirit of faith And you can put your faith toward what you desire that the Word says you can have. And you already have confidence to become what the Word says you can become. Why do you believe that? Because in Romans 10, 17, it says, So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. Faith comes by the preached Word of God. Faith comes by the written Word of God. Faith comes by the Word of God. And I want to point something out to you. When we listen, we need not just listen with our physical ears, but we need to listen with our spiritual ears. Go to Mark, the fourth chapter. Mark chapter 4. Verse 23. If any man have ears, let him hear. If any man have ears to hear, let me say that, let him hear. And he said unto them, take heed what ye hear. With what measure ye might, it shall be measured to you. And unto you that hear shall more be given. I'm going to read that verse again. And he said unto them, take heed what ye hear. With what measure ye might. It shall be measured to you, and unto you that hear shall more be given. In verse 25, for he that hath, for he that hath, to him shall be given, and he that hath not, from him shall be taken even that which he hath. So every man that Jesus was talking to in this passage had physical ears I believe that he was referring to receiving God's word in his in their hearts by listening to the Holy Spirit speak revelation knowledge you have to listen with your spiritual ears as well as your physical ears because Jesus wasn't talking about passively hearing He wasn't talking about just reading to get read. He wasn't talking about just, oh, yeah, yeah, I've heard that my whole life. I I believe the Word of God. He was talking about, he said, to listen. See, that means to perceive, to comprehend, to even be careful how you hear. How 
many know that you can listen with a sarcastic attitude and you can get something totally wrong? You can listen with an offended spirit and get something totally wrong. So what Jesus is saying, he said to listen, to perceive, to comprehend, even be careful how you hear. See, the time you give to digesting the word you hear will measure in a return of virtue. It'll measure up in a return of power. It'll come in a, in a, in a, in a certain amount of knowledge. And it'll come back to you through the word. One good benefit that we have at High Praises is we have Connect Group on Sunday nights. That's another time that we can get in. Now, we talk about everything that concerns people, but we talk about the Word and how to apply it. Good thing about Bible study on Monday night is we talk about the Word and we dig into it and figure out how we can apply it to our life. On Tuesday nights... We have outpouring prayer group. Jennifer comes in here and teaches people how to listen to the voice of the word, the Lord and, and to get in the Word and apply it. It's so important to take advantage of the benefit of understanding what the Word is. The man who hears, the man who receives knowledge, the, ran, the man who receives revelation, the Word just said, look here, let's go back to it. It says, for he that hath to him shall be given. But he that hath not, it shall be taken. So the more that you desire to get in the word, the more revelation is going to be given to you. You know, it's funny the, the contrast between our spiritual body and our physical body. In our physical body, the more we eat, the less we want. But in our spiritual man, the more we get, the more we want. And I'm here to tell you, there's a reason why after, after conference that everybody's so fired up. But I'm, and this is not a negative thing about conference. Hey, I'm, I, I, I'm looking forward to the day when we have conference four or five times a year. Why can't we? Amen? But the reason that is is because there's been a concentrated five this past conference has concentrated five services in a row where the word was just getting getting placed inside of us and we were hungry for it and we were and, and then you come back out of that and you come back in the next service and man the expectation is that at a level like this why is that because the more you get the more you want do you understand you can live like that every day if you never are able to attend another conference we can live like that every day if we will do what this scripture is telling us, we will be given power and virtue and knowledge. If you want to grow, that scripture said, that, that, that part of the scripture that I'm, I'm looking at, it's uh, in verse 20, Proverbs 4, verse 20, the second part, it says, incline your ear. If you will incline your spiritual ear, to grow in knowledge, you will get more knowledge. It's all in how you listen. Amen? I said amen. 
The third thing I want to point out. It says, let not, let them not depart from thine eyes. So, it's vitally important to keep your eyes on the Word of God. Listen, I believe in listening to the Word. I do it. I, I turn the Word on when I get up and just listen to it. I, I'll be driving sometimes. It's either 80s on 8 or the Word most of the time. I like 80s on 8. Sorry. Hope that don't offend nobody. But it's great to listen to the Word. Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the Word of God. But when you put it in front of your eyes... It's so important because we, in the natural sense, we look at circumstances and it messes with us. We look at what we're facing and it causes us to fear. We look in the mirror and we go, <laughs> or oh, just according to how much you've been going to the gym. What we see matters so much that it's vitally important to keep your eyes on the Word. Don't let your circumstances or don't give attention to your feelings more than you keep your eyes on the Word. Because if you pay more attention to what you see in the natural and you pay more attention to how you feel in the natural than keeping your eyes on the Word... It will cause you to oppose the things of God. What do you mean oppose? I mean you will not believe for your healing if you listen to enough people say, well, that's incurable. Understand there's nothing incurable at the hand of the Holy Spirit. Understand there's nothing too big for God. There's no mountain that He won't move for you. And He has given you the power to speak to it. No mountain. It says, let them not depart from thine eyes. In Matthew 6, it says, the light of the body is the eye. If therefore thine eye is be single, thy whole body shall be full of light. So it's been said that the eye is the gateway to the body. Keep the word in your sight. If your eye or your attention is on the darkness, the sickness, or whatever's going on in this world in your body, there will be no light to expel the darkness. So, I hope this doesn't offend anybody that's in the medical field, but if you get a diagnosis, don't go home and Google it. Because you don't know what to do with that anyway. You've put your trust in the doctor. So, okay, put your trust first in God. Trust the doctor or find a new doctor that you do trust. But quit Googling stuff that you have no idea what it's about. Because if you focus on darkness, your eye will be unsound. So therefore, your body will be unsound. But if your eye is focused on the Word, your whole body will be full of light. 
Ooh, I feel the Holy Spirit saying this tonight. If you will focus on the Word, you can speak to your body part. You can speak to your inside. You can speak. If you are focused on the Word, you're not focusing on the, the tumor or the problem or the... Uh, I heard somebody say today that said there's so many people. I was listening. I can't even remember. Maybe it was something I scrolled by. But said so many people are... Oh, I know what it was. It was actually on... A, a Christian radio station said so many people are so concerned about getting dementia today and I went I was, I was mowing my yard and I heard that and I went I ain't concerned about that I ain't concerned about that at all why are you not concerned about that because the word says that I am whole and healed completely full of life and health if I keep my eyes on the word so I'm going to do that I'm not condemned. I've had I've had family members that was diagnosed with that and actually left this world because I'm not condemning anybody. I'm just telling you, you don't have to take it. You don't have to settle for it. You don't have to receive it in the name of Jesus. Amen. If you focus on darkness, your eye will be unsound. So focus on the word. Looking and giving your attention to sickness brings death. But looking and giving your attention to the Word brings life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I am happy about that tonight. I'm, I'm over the devil stealing from the kingdom of God. So here's the purpose of this. I've been stolen from. Other people been stolen from. You know what? Knowledge brings power. Hallelujah. And I'm here to give knowledge tonight. You don't have to settle for the devil stealing out of your house any longer. You can set a, a, line, a bloodline, as a matter of fact. And he cannot cross the bloodline of Jesus Christ. I will live and not die and proclaim the works of the Lord. The next part of the scripture says, Keep them in the midst of thine heart. You know what that means? Let the Word of God abide in you. Ooh, that's good, ain't it? Keep them in the midst of thine heart by meditating on the Scripture. Acting on what you hear. The portion of God's Word that you act on is the portion of God's Word that will be living in you. The portion of God's Word that you act on is the portion of God's Word that will be living in you. What are you acting on? You know why, you know why some people are offended by money talk? Because they're chasing the dollar instead of chasing God. And they're scared that they're not going to have enough. I'm not scared I'm not going to have enough because it's all His and I'm a tither. Because I'm a tither and because I'm a giver and because I do, because I, I act on what the Word says, I keep it in the midst of my heart, like the Word says, by meditating on that Scripture and hearing it over and over. I believe it. I believe it. I believe that, that if I give, it'll be given back to me. So therefore... Listen, God wants you to have wisdom. Lord, have mercy. He wants you to have wisdom. Wisdom is to know the difference. I could tell you a bunch of stuff that because of wisdom, 
I hadn't got into in the world financially. And therefore, I am more free today because I didn't do that. You don't frivolously live just because you've got the promise of, 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 over, of being an overcomer. Come on, somebody. You've got to use the brain that God gave you. Amen? I believe when you are a good steward of what you have, that He will bring you into a place that you are a steward of more. I believe that. And I also believe it's important. That's why I love Andy Dockery's teaching before offering. Because he presses and pushes us to believe that we can be more than what we are presently, financially. And he always gives you scripture so you can argue about it, but you can't argue with the word. Amen? So, so we've got to have wisdom, but consistently feed yourself what God's word says because when you consistently feed yourself what God's Word says, you keep the Word producing the force of faith inside of you. Inclining your ear and refusing to allow the Word to depart from your eyes keeps the Word alive in your heart. Proverbs 4.22 says, For they are life unto those that find them and health to all their flesh. The Word is God's medicine. Come on, somebody. John 6, 63 says, It is the Spirit that quickeneth, the flesh profiteth nothing. The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. Attending to the Word with your eyes, your eyes and your heart will cause you to live in divine health. I'm going to make a big old statement here. If you do what the Word says, it'll become as hard for you to get sick as once it once was for you to get well. If you will do what the Word says, it will become as hard for you to get sick as it once was for you to get well. Oh, I hope I get well. I, I, I don't hope I know. <laughs> I am well. If I have symptoms come up in my body, I have authority over them because I'm already healed. I'm not hoping to get healed, waiting to get healed, hoping that they'll leave. I have the ability to speak to the symptoms and tell them to leave in the name of Jesus. Proverbs 4.23 Keep thine heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. The power of the word will be made life and health to your body continually because the focus is on the forces and the issues of the word because the forces or the issues of life come from the midst of your heart the word of your heart produces life and health in your body see that's that's where that's where, if we really want our faith to work, that's where we've got to get it. Right there is, is where our heart is. Because out, the, 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 out of the diligence of the heart come the issues of life. How, how much do you really believe it's God's will for you to be in health? How much do you really believe? See, 
What you really believe you act on. It's not hard to have, have actions with your faith when you really make it a heart issue. Because the diligence of your heart will produce the things in your life. The last thing about that scripture I'm going to talk about tonight is put away a froward mouth. You know how to put away a froward mouth sometimes? <laughs> Shut up. That's putting it away. Sometimes we just got to stop talking. We live in a talking world. The reason that Satan loves to hear chatter in this world is because he knows the power that's in your mouth. He knows the power of life and death that's in your tongue. He knows that. And the reason he loves to have no... Have you ever noticed if you watch a scary movie, which I don't necessarily uh, recommend, but that's between you and God. But if you watch a scary movie, if they just let old Freddy or whoever it is jump out at you without that music and without... You wouldn't be scared at all. You'd go, this guy is a goofball. It's so important, the sound that we produce and that we allow. Proverbs 12, 34. I'm sorry, Matthew. I'm looking at it and I said Proverbs. Matthew 12, 34. Old generation of vipers, how can ye, being evil... Speak good things. For out of the abundance of the heart, there's that heart issue again. It said up here, keep thy heart with all diligence. In Proverbs 4, 23, keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. Now in Matthew 12, 34, it says, O generation of vipers, how can you, being evil, speak good things? For out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaketh don't speak words of sickness and disease speak words of healing life faith and hope amen Proverbs 4 24 put away from thee a froward mouth and perverse lips far put far from thee for faith to work it has to be in two places in your life. For faith to work, it has to be in two places in your life. Are you ready? It has to be in your heart, and it has to be in your mouth. For faith to work, it has to be in two places in your life. It has to be in your heart and in your mouth. It has to be at the same time. <laughs> It has to be operating together. Because from the abundance of the heart. See, the biggest lie of the devil. If he can get you just saying just words. Well, I don't really mean that. I don't care. And this universe that God. Now don't. Listen. 
I'm not teaching new age. Because there's a lot of things said today that is real close to the word, but yet it's new age teaching. And I'm not teaching new age. I'm teaching you straight out of the Bible. If you want to manifest something, you speak what God's word says. And you believe that in your heart. Because see, and this is the reason I say that. The universe that God created operates under the laws that he created them by. And that's straight out of the book. So when the word says death and life are in the power of your tongue. And when the word says when you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth. You shall be saved. All of that has to be lined up. So therefore for faith to work it has to be in two places. And it will not be in your heart if you're not putting it in your eyes. If you're not putting it and hiding it in your heart. It has to be in your heart and in your mouth. i got three more scriptures and I'm going to be finished. In Deuteronomy 30 verse 14. But the word is very nigh unto thee in thy mouth and in thy heart. And thou mayest that thou mayest do it. Romans 10, 10. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. You must speak God's word. And if you want to go from darkness and death into light and life and health, If you want to go there, then you have to speak this. 1 Peter 2.24 Who his own self bear our sins in his own body on the tree that we, being dead to sin, shall live unto righteousness by whose stripes, say it, ye were healed. Were healed. It's called the finished works of Jesus Christ. And I believe in that from the end of my toes to the top of my head. He said it's finished for a reason. It's ours. Thank you guys so much for joining High Praises Church podcast today. We are so happy to have had you with us. If you just met Jesus for the first time and you want to commit your life to him, repeat after me. Lord Jesus, I need you. I open my heart and I receive you as my Lord and my Savior. Take complete control of my life and help me to walk in your footsteps by the power of your Holy Spirit. Thank you so much for answering my prayer and saving my life. Amen. God is so good. Now may the Lord bless you and keep you and may his face shine upon you and may he be gracious to you. Now, we want you to stay connected with our social. You can find us every Sunday and Wednesday on our Facebook and YouTube live at The High Praises Church and catch us on our Instagram at The High Praises. Can't wait to see you next week. Take care.